Welcome to this sermon from Silver Lake Baptist Church. Our mission is to celebrate the greatness of God with all we are for the joy, hope, and renewal of our community. We are so glad you have chosen to listen to our message. We pray you will be blessed by your time with us today. Good morning, Silver Lake. Pastor James here. It is great to be with you guys this morning. I am so excited to be here and this, this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. And so I just wanted to, to kind of speak from my heart this morning and encourage you guys a little bit because I know there's lots going on. And so sometimes we don't really know what's going on in other people's lives because sometimes when we're going through stuff, we kind of keep it to ourselves and like, you know, I'm just going through this or I'm going through that, but I, nobody you care. Maybe nobody wants to know or, or you know what, I'll just get through it because I don't want to put that on, on anyone else. And so I just want to encourage you this morning. So, so, um, I've had kind of a week where I've had to, I've had to, I've got to deal with so much stuff and help so many people. And I'm glad that I can do that. And so if you're out there and you're struggling, you're going through something, please let us know. We, we want to help you and we want to pray for you and we want to walk with you through stuff. If you need food, let us know. If you need anything, please please contact us. If you just need prayer, man, I know, let us know, but we're here for you. And so um, just kind of speaking through my from my heart, through my heart, maybe it is, it's going through my heart from, from the Holy Spirit, but um, I, I want to encourage you guys this morning. And so um, as I was preparing, the Holy Spirit laid some scriptures on my on my heart that that I can share share with you. Last week we talked about uh, from Mark two twenty two where um, you can't put new wine into old wine skins because they'll bust and they'll burst. And so here we're getting ready to go into a new season. Like we're getting ready to do a reset. I'm getting ready to start fresh and start anew and go back in into um, having church services. And even though it might be a little little bit different to start but it's gonna it's going to um come back and be be better than it was before not normal we don't want to be normal we're not normal but it'll be better than it ever was before and so i want to encourage you guys this is a great season this is the greatest time to be alive and so sometimes we worry about well man there seems like there's so much stuff going on and all this other stuff that's happening it's really bad it's really bad and, and if we focus on all the bad stuff all we're gonna do is, is is drive towards that. It's kind of like driving your car. You know what I'm talking about. So get in your car and wherever you're looking, that's where that car is going, right? So if you're looking in your rearview mirror, in fact, man, you won't know where you're going in the front, and then you run over people or go off the road or whatever, and then you're like, man, I'm so mad. Why were they there? And it was your fault the whole time because you didn't have your eyes where they needed to be. And so we look to Jesus, who's the author and the finisher of our faith and we look to love and to encourage people and we look to leave everybody with with an impression of increase when we enter their lives so they know they're loved and they know that they're precious and they know that they're God's highest form of creation and that's how we roll man and so anyway I just want to encourage you in, in this time in this season and it's going to be really fun and I'm excited about what God's doing we've got lots of cool things happening um, in in our life and, and in the life of the church and life of everything. So it, this is a great season. So let's rejoice in it and thank God for it and, and move forward into it. But let's not put the old wine into the new wineskins. Let's, let's come with an expectation that God's got something 
something to blow our socks off with that's going to just be so great and we're going to be like wow god you're so good and you just love us so much and we trust you and we trust your grace and we trust all that you are for us and so anyway just an encouraging word for you here here this morning but um i'm going to start reading here in um second corinthians that's actually uh, in the new testament right <laughs> so of course some people might not know that right and it says this i'm gonna start in verse one because i like i just like saying this because paul always says this he's like i'm paul paul the apostle like it's like superman superman woo! <laughs> paul the apostle woo! right anyway sorry i'll get back to being actually i'm not gonna not be me <laughs> sorry you guys gotta put up with me okay Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the church of God in Corinth, together with all the saints throughout Achaia, grace and peace to you from God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. Praise be to the God, to, to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with comfort we ourselves have received from God. So now this is what he's saying. He, he said, the Bible says in this world, we'll have tribulation, we'll have troubles. But he said, rejoice because he's overcome the world. So what he, what's he saying? He's like, don't be surprised when, when these things attack. Man, they hit Jesus too. Jesus went through stuff too, right? But when we go through that stuff, we know that there was a price paid and that Jesus Jesus overcome everything that's gonna come against you. And, and when we find those answers and we find those promises, we know that we can hang on to them. There's like 8,000 8, or 7,000, 8,714, something like that. I can't. I don't ever get that number right, but that's good because like maybe he wants to add more, right? You never know, right? Anyway, you can find a promise for everything that that you're facing, right? And so, so I just um, have a real good friend, and um, also um, part part of our our C4 church. And I just got off the phone with him, and and he could use your prayers too. But but he's a young man. He he's like maybe 10 years older than me, but, but he had a blood clot in his brain and they can't like operate on it. And he, and so he, he, I was just talking to him and he goes, man, he, he goes, um, they, they found a, a blood clot in my brain and I'm, I'm a little scared. And I said, well, I'm flabbergasted. And he goes, why are you flabbergasted? And I was like, well, I can't believe that you even have a brain. <laughs> and he just like laughed at me. And I was like, are you sure? Maybe they should take another another picture of it you know and anyway so i was just talking with him and i told him i'd be talking and um having people praying for him and so um anyway they're working with it with medicine and stuff because it's too deep and and um so he's like i'm afraid and i was like you know um it's okay to be afraid but at the same time you have the mind of christ and god's in your heart and he loves you and you're going to get through this and so some of you guys may not have that kind of a um, that kind of a um, report, but maybe you do. Maybe you're out there and you're watching. You've got that same report, and you think that there's no hope. I want to tell you there is hope, and His name's Jesus. And Jesus died on the cross, and when He died on the cross, that all that stuff was paid for, right? And so, so the Bible says He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon Him. 
and by his stripes you are healed. And so that's my friend too. You're healed in Jesus' name. And, and we expect to see God do great things in your life. He ain't done yet. And so he's not done with you yet either. Maybe you're discouraged. And man, I really, like I've never felt so much heaviness and so much conflict in so many people as I have this last last week, but I want to encourage people and I want them to know that, that God's for them. And, and it's just, it's just an attack of the enemy to, to distract and to keep you from your destiny. And he can't, like he can't, he can't block you. He can't stop you. You're going to make it through if you'll just keep trusting God, if you'll just keep moving forward and just keep saying, you know what, God, <laughs> you know, the giant's there. It is what it is, but guess what? It ain't staying there. In Jesus' name, who are you, old giant, to stand before me? And you'll get through this. And so, so um, I, I'm just praying for all you guys out there for for not just for health, but finances, for family situations. For there's so much going on. I just want to encourage you. But um, so in this world, we're gonna have troubles, right? There's times that we're gonna go through stuff. But but here, Paul is saying, Paul, super Paul, Paul the Apostle, right? He's saying, man, it's a little serious this morning, right? Sorry, I'm trying to be uplifting, but but at the same time, we got to get real too, right? And say, hey, you know what? You might be going through something, but you're getting through it. And keep your head up and keep moving forward, right? For just, uh, or so it says, praise be the Lord. I'm in 2 Corinthians verse 3. If you guys are trying to follow me in your Bible, God bless you. I hope it's working out for you, right? Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles. In what of our troubles? In all of our troubles. Now listen to this. So that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received <laughs> from God. Right? So he's saying, hey, you know what? When, when we've gone through something and we've gone through through the battle and when we get a testimony, the Bible says that we're made overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And so when we go through something and, and we overcome it and we come back and when we went through it, we felt the comfort of God, right? Maybe when you're going through it, you feel the peace of God, that peace that passes all understanding. And then you're like comforting other people while you're going through something too. Any of you guys ever been? I know you guys have been there because I know your hearts, right? I know what kind of character and what kind of people you are, right? But that's how God's like, like man, we're, we're, we're here. We're trying to get through, through some stuff, but we're going to comfort people also as God has comforted us. And as we do that, we're going to expect God to do great things in those situations. And isn't that good news? That's what the gospel is. It is good news. So I'm excited about God's word and about the good news, right? So it goes on. Uh, for just for just as the sufferings of, of Christ flow over into our lives, so also through Christ our comfort overflows. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer and our hope for you is firm because we know that just as you share in our suffering, so also you share in our comfort. So these people were going through some real stuff. They were being persecuted and they were going through sufferings and they were going through some hard times. 
not any, not any more than what you're going through maybe, or some other people around here are going through. But at the same time as they're going through this, God said, man, when you're going through something and you see that, that, that giant line up against you, that giant's not lining up against you to take you out. That giant's lining up against you so that you can take it out, right? And so, so God's like, I'm getting ready to take it out through you and watch what I'm going to do because I'm a great God and I love you and I'm for you, right? And so here, Paul and them were suffering on their way to him. And so you're, we're going to read about that right now. Well, why is he in this mode? And why is he talking like this? Because, man, they went through hell just trying to get to there, right? And so Paul and them were in a place where, man, they even, they even were worried about if they were going to live or not. It was so hard, right? So it says here in verse 8, We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about the hardships we suffered in the province of Asia. We were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired even of life. Maybe you're discouraged. Maybe you're like, man, I don't know if I can make it another day. I don't know if I can make it another breath. I want to tell you, you can. Just keep moving forward. You're not alone. And this happened to Paul and his crew, man. Paul, a dude who wrote like two thirds of the New Testament. You hear what I'm talking about? And if Paul went through stuff and you're going through stuff, man, I know some of you guys aren't going through anything or haven't ever gone through anything. So, so maybe in the future sometime you will go through something. So then you can maybe take a little notes on this. But for, for people who are right now are going through stuff, I want to encourage you and say, you know what? It's not because you're rotten. It's not because you're bad. But sometimes you just go through stuff. Here's Paul. They're trying to do something for God. And it says this in, in 1 Corinthians 1, 8. We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about the hardships we suffered in the province of Asia. We, we were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to, do, to endure, so that we despaired even of life. Indeed, in our hearts, we felt the sentence of death. But this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. Now, last week, we were talking about resurrection power, right? And um, actually, I was talking about it um, on my C4 um, um, video this week, too. And so, so he's saying, man, we had to rely that, you know what? We were in a place where there was nothing that we could do, right? We had no power to change the circumstance. We had no power to heal ourselves. We had no power to do this. So guess what we had to do? We had to rely on God. I was like, oh my God, that's horrible. All we could do was rely on God. Man, that's the best place we could ever be. Do you hear what I'm talking about? When when everything's coming down on you. Remember when, when the Israelites were, were fleeing the Red Sea and they were stuck at, at, at the Red Sea and here comes the Egyptians. They're hot on their tail, right? All they had to rely on was God, man. And if all you have to rely on is God, He's more than enough. They thought in their hearts, just like Paul did here, that they were, they were done, right? That they were dead, right? But you know what God did? He made a way where, where there seemed to be no way and parted that Red Sea. And as he parted the Red Sea, the enemy followed him in and, and the enemy was actually destroyed. 
through, through their deliverance. And so God's got a deliverance for you. He's got a promise for you. He's still on the throne. He's not a God that just lived 2,000 years ago, died and rose again and then said, hey boys, you're on your own, right? No, he sent the Holy Spirit, that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead to live inside you. And you have a great future and you have a great destiny and you're gonna get through this. I don't know what you're going through. I do know what some people are going through because I've been able to 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 talk with you and, and encourage you. But I'm telling you, you're gonna get through this. It's gonna work out. God is for you. Trust him. Trust him. He's with you. Whew. That was free. I didn't mean to go on my... Actually, I'm glad I did. <laughs> so I'm excited about what God's wanting to do. And I, I just like in my heart, I just want to encourage people. We were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired even of life. Indeed, in our hearts, we felt the sentence of death, but this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. He has delivered us from such a deadly peril, and he will deliver us. He's like, man, he delivered us then, and he's gonna deliver you now. He's the same God, and he's not a uh, respecter of persons. And he, um, and he, and he will deliver us. On him, we have set our hope. What have they set our hope? They set their hope on him, right? That he will continue to deliver us. They're saying, man, he delivered us here. And man, Paul, man, he was shipwrecked, right? And they should have died in the crash, right? And then he gets on land and reaches to, to put wood on the fire and a serpent bites him, right? You know what he does? He panics. He's like, call 911. I got bit by a snake, man. And he's freaking out, dancing around. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And so 911 didn't even come, right? No, he shook it off, right? Didn't take Benadryl, didn't get an anti-serum, right? You know what he did? He, he just shook it off and he went on and he made it through. Not only did he make it through, they're looking at him like, man, this dude's got really bad luck, man. <laughs> he, he must be cursed or something when they saw he didn't die. And they saw that God brought him through that. You know what? They're like, wow, there's something different about this guy. And you know what? Paul was able to lead multitudes of people to Jesus through the experience that he had. And when he led them to Jesus, you know what else he did? He ended up praying for, for the sick and the sick were healed. And so there is hope in your situation. There's hope in what you're going through. If you'll just continue to trust God and to keep moving forward, right? No, watch this. He has delivered us from such a deadly peril and he will deliver us. On him, we have set our hope that he will continue to deliver us. As you help us by your prayers, then many will give thanks on our behalf for the gra gracious favor granted us in the answer to the prayer of Manny's. Of Manny's, of Manny's. I don't know who's Manny's. I don't know. Not mayonnaise, because I hate mayonnaise. Like mayonnaise is bleh, right? Okay. Then he goes on in verse 12. Now this is our boast. Our conscience testifies that we have conducted ourselves in the world, and especially with relations with you in the holiness and sincerity that are from God, and we have done so 
So not according to the world's wisdom, but according to God's grace. For we do not write to you any anything you cannot read or understand. And I, and I hope that as you have understood us in part, you will come to understand us fully that you can boast of us just as we boast of you in the day of the Lord, right? So Paul's saying, we're not coming to you um, as like, well, we've done this and we're just holier than that, than thou and all this stuff. We're coming to you just because of the grace of God. We ain't got nothing to stand on except the grace of God. That's what Paul's saying. It's just by God's grace and God's mercy and God's goodness that we stand and that we can boast. And that's the same thing that you can stand on and the same thing that you can boast in, right? I was reading, remembering a story over here in 2 Samuel, right? It's the kind of part of the thing that reminded me of the story was like I was watching a um, Aquaman, right? I was talking about it um, Wednesday night too, but um, there's this dude, he's Aquaman, right? And he's going to this battle and he's got to go into these trenches and he's on this ship and he's talking to this lady that's with him. And, and he's like, we should turn around because we're going to die. And I don't want you to die for me because like I'm not worthy and I'm not good enough. And and she said, man, you're basically, she said, you're born for this situation. In fact, I'm going to try to play the clip. But she said, you're born for this situation. You're born for this time. You're born for this season. You're born for for now you're you come from two different worlds right he because for aquaman he come from the land and from the sea but he said because you come from two different worlds now you can be the bridge right so now here he's the bridge and that reminded me so much of jesus right jesus become the bridge for us so that he we could get to the father because he is that good isn't that awesome so i want to encourage you tonight i want to or tonight this morning i want to encourage you Trust God. Put your hope in God. He will take care of you. So in 2 Samuel, verse 9, there's this dude, his name's Mephibosheth, and he's the son of Jonathan. Do you remember who Jonathan was? Jonathan was actually the uh, um, Saul, the King Saul's son, who was trying to kill David, but they were, he was like had a covenant with David. So David's sitting there, in verse 9, 1, he says, David asked, is there anyone still left in the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? Now there was a servant of Saul's household named Ziba. They called him to appear before David. And the king said to him, are you Ziba, your servant? He replied, the king asked, is there no one still left of the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness of? And Ziba answered the king, there is still a son of Jonathan. He is crippled in both feet. Where is he? The king asked. Ziba answered, he is at the house of Makur, son, son of Amiel in Lodabar. So Lodabar was like a desolate, and it was a desert place, right? So anyway, he's at, he's at Lodabar. Okay, um, let me get on from there. So the king had him brought from Lodabar in the house of Makur, son of Amiel. When Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David, he bowed down to pay him honor. David said, Mephibosheth, your servant, he replied. Don't be afraid, David said to him, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan, I will restore to you all the land that belonged to your grandfather, Saul, and you will always eat at my table. Now here, here 
is Mephibosheth. Like he was a he was a baby when they when um he had to run for his life and they were killing all all of his family and and here he's out he's he's fighting for his life and his nursemaid takes him away and takes him to a deserted place and he's in this deserted place and then one day David remembered his covenant with Jonathan and he said isn't there anyone from that family I can bless in honor of Jonathan right isn't there someone out there who's going through a hard time isn't there someone that 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 maybe I can bless and bring to my table right you know what David's saying when he says to his table and the the word for table in Hebrew is is um is anon and so so it's a place of grace and so God brought him to the table God brought him to or David brought him to a place of grace and God's getting ready to bring you to a place of grace He's getting ready to say, you know, you've been in a desolate place. You've been in a hard place, but I'm getting ready to deliver you and rescue you and show you great things you never dreamed was possible. Will you put your trust in him? Now you're like, man, are you giving an altar call? Are you asking me if I'll give my heart to Jesus? No, I'm not asking you that. I'm asking, you know, Jesus, but will you put your trust in him? Will you say, you know what? I trust you. I give you my heart. I give you everything. And I know you're going to work it out for me. Because you know when we do, he's going to bring us to this table, right? To a place of grace. And he's going to set us there. And we're going to be in in with eating all the king's delight. And, and with the king's audience. And it's going to be a great place. So I want to encourage you tonight. Or this morning. I keep saying tonight, man. I must be like, I must be on the wrong part of the world or something, right? just want to encourage you. Keep moving forward. Trust God and watch what he's going to do because he's going to do great things in your life. Anyway, Pastor James here. Next week, look at the announcements. Are you guys excited? Because I'm excited to see what God's doing. And lift your head up. We're praying for you. If you don't know Jesus and you would like to have a relationship with him, it's easy. All you have to do is say, say um, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I trust the care and control of my life to you. And thank you. That's all it is. Well, if you said that prayer, please get a hold of us. We'd love to um, love to talk with you. We actually got some baptisms coming up too. There's some really cool stuff happening. We're going to have, have dunk some people. So anyway, love you guys. And we will see you soon. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about us, check out our website at www.silverlakebaptist.org.